and its name that sat on him was death, and hell followed with him. It's Friday, boys and girls. You know what that means. Another episode of the Exiled Outcast. I'm Dan, the co-host, but we can't do it without the boss, man. What's going on, Chayton? Nothing much. We are here to talk about villain. How villains in film, TV are awesome. <laughs> you had no weird idea where you were going, though, did you? No, no. As as most of you know, we do these pre-records, so sometimes we wake up. I'm still recovering from a convention I went to, as most of you know. So and I'm still I'm recovering from fucking that. recovering from work. I don't know what happened. We were supposed to do this yesterday, and you uh, you said be up or be, be awake at eleven. So I got off work. I went and got my hair cut. I shaved. I started playing fucking Street Fighter Six, and I waited, and I waited. And about fucking 12 o'clock, I passed out. I think you messaged me at like 1 or something. I was asleep. Yeah, I I like I think I woke up and then I passed back out. And I was like, I was like, I didn't see a me- I was like, I think you were saying something about you were on your you were on your way. Yeah, it was like 11 o'clock. I was like, I was like 1101 or something, 110 something. And I was like at the door of the house. I jumped in the shower and I was like waiting. And I was just fucking done. But yeah. if we're talking about villainy, I'm guessing you're the fucking villain there because you weren't on time, and then I wasn't on time because I fell asleep. So I guess I'm the villain. Fuck us both. I know, right? We just, we just were, we're like, we were not professional. We were not professional. Well, technically, who, who cares about being professional at this point? We get a show out every fucking Friday. Who gives a shit? That is true. That is true. It doesn't matter what day, as long as we get shit. We record some videos at eight in the morning. And he, and, and he knows my, my disdain for mornings. It was your fucking idea. You're like, oh, well, I could be up at 8 when you get off work. And I'm like, are you sure? Yeah, man, I love doing the show. I'm going to be there. Blah, blah, blah. And the whole fucking time, you're, you're like five minutes from being. <laughs> Fair enough, though. We've recorded episodes at 2 o'clock in the morning when I got back from going to a fucking show. And I fell asleep on the fucking episode and I was drunk. Oh, yes, yes. No, that was... <laughs> Yeah, we've done them in all hours of the night. Anything for anything for fucking the viewing public, right? Yes, yes, definitely. But again, like you know, we like as the shows evolved and shit. Like we we come up with a topic, and you said you wanted to do something about villains. Like, and I guess we talked about the Joker way back when I made this fucking thumbnail like a month ago. Because <clears throat> as everybody knows, I make a shitload of thumbnails. We talk about it, blah blah. blah. We saw what we're gonna do. And this was the most generic fucking villain I could come up with. And, but then it kind of evolved as we've been thinking about it. The psyche of a villain, you know, um, you know, recently the voice of Batman, the animated series passed away and what, what more fucking um, symbolic, what more fucking, what, what character goes with villainy more than the fucking Joker, right? Oh yes. Through all, Realms of like uh, media and we like the M8 series, uh, and then of course the recent like Dark Knight movies, the the Batman. Of course, we mentioned on the last episode of Exiled Entertainment or the very first episode, excuse me, and then uh, even the Jared Leto Joker from Suicide Squad and Zack Snyder's Justice League, which was the better version of those two, if I may add. Well, beyond that, what I mean, let me ask you this: In your opinion, what makes a fucking villain? What what turns someone? What what what? I who gets the right to call someone a villain? Because I'm pretty sure I could argue that point with you. Well, there there are different variations, and 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 I've always said this: my my favorite form of a villain is one who has no no redeeming qualities, but also has no motive behind what they're doing. Why I have such a fascination. Especially in the beginning for Michael Myers, is that especially in Halloween one where he is doing everything just out of randomness. He's not doing it because he's going after someone specifically. Now again, in the later movies they explained it where he where he kind of was, but still 
who just based the first movie and John Carpenter wanted to be a one and done for at least that character. That was the goal for that movie that he was evil incarnate. Well, I mean, the shape, like that was yeah. what he was supposed to be. And I'm again talking about Halloween. It was meant to be a different fucking, it was basically like the final fantasy of fucking uh, horror movies, a different fucking character every, every movie. But yeah. And, and I and I would have I would have liked that like now now granted my first introduction was Halloween four with Daniel Harris so therefore that was that was what got me into Halloween uh, at the beginning I didn't see the first, like it was basically a marathon movie marathon of not all of them but most of it. it took me years to finally see part six which is actually one of my favorite ones um, you talking about the one with Paul Rudd yes yes um, and. And like, you know, like that was like the, it, it was always weird. They would show Halloween one, four, and then five, and then H2O, and, re- and then later Resurrection. They never show like two, three, because I think it was just distribution day. So I never, so some of these I didn't see till a little bit later. But, um, but, but as a villain, like you could, when you look at everything put together with Michael, the character, um, he had a purpose. Like, like he, something called to him, right? It, it was a thorn or whatever it may be. Something mental in him called him to do what he t- needed to do. He was exterminating his b- own bloodline, you know, for lack for lack of any other motive, because he felt like his blood or he and his heart knew that his bloodline was cursed. So, does that make him a villain if he's doing the dirty work that no one else wants to do? He's he's not, you know, is that a villain to say that he's eliminating a scourge from the earth? Well, and to be fair, that's also it's also like another villain trait that I kind of admire is the ones where they don't believe they are the villain, or that they're using their own. Like one day on Exile, there Tim will be talking about the Saul movies, and I glad and, you talked about. Yeah, I was going to bring up uh, Kramer. Yeah, because of course he was a cancer patient and all that, tried to kill himself, and then survived, and then kind of came to the conclusion to talk about how people are. Just so ungrateful to be alive, they take liberties. They take People advantage. Are so of- ungrateful to have had their lives, but not you. Not anymore. Not anymore. Like you know, so it's like it's like like even in the first song, we'll go more into detail about it there. But like the the one girl who was who would later be Amanda, I believe her name was, who would later yeah. be a factor in the, the sequels, where uh, where after the the events of her her. Uh, capture she talked about it he saved me and all that so so like you know he would go to people who basically did that and then later they would kind of convolute it with the different apprentices and their ideologies and all okay, that but, but again people say that kramer was you know they will say that he was in some regard a, a savior of people i disagree um you and i both love the the series uh found flicks or we love cz's yeah. world and CZ had a very good take. It wasn't that he was a savior. Fuck all that. He was a fucking narcissist. And if they couldn't survive what he deemed as fucking... When, who who gave Kramer the fucking carte blanche to fucking decide that he was going to be the end-all be-all as far as justice? You know, Kramer, he, he had a twisted view. And he made these apprentices... And he, he would never blame himself because all of his apprentices turned out to be fucked up, but they're following his teachings. So in essence, he's flawed. He is a villain. Whether he wants to fucking acknowledge that or not, Kramer was a piece of shit. Agreed. And even going into another another form of like where they don't think they're the villain, you can say Lex Luthor. Like where he's tried to, he believes that Superman is going to be, is like, the end of end of the world, which in some cases he's kind of right, but also you can also go from from a different aspect. It's a jealousy aspect, insecurity from him because Superman's basically perfect in every way that Luthor can never be, and but, he doesn't. But it, like he was trying. Okay, well, you I'll use Mass Effect as a fucking um, as a template. The the group Cerberus and Mass Effect. They were working for human um, ideals. They were working for sur- human supremacy. They were a a, a, a human suprem- uh, superiority group. And that's no different than Lex Luthor. He knew what Superman was. He was an alien from outer space. And he thought that, you know, that he could at any point turn on the humans and he could become a, a problem. So he was preparing for that. Does that make him a villain? I necessarily don't. But I'm always that one who plays devil, devil's advocate. 
And yeah. I feel like that, that Lex Luthor, I think Lex Luthor was an unsung hero because he was trying to protect his species. He was trying to protect the human race. Because like also in the Injustice comic or so, like it kind of becomes correct when Superman takes over. What now, happens the ultimate, the ultimate being decides that his law is the only law? Yeah, and and that was and and that so kills me that we'll never get to see that that version of Zack Snyder's DC thing because I wanted to see like a full on thing where they're where they're uh, fighting him and all that. Maybe one day we will, but probably not for another ten to twenty years. Well, in essence, Batman is a villain. As much as he tries to play off as you know the Boy Scout hero hero. When he first met every member of the Justice League, he had the he he designed ways to stop them. The contingency plan. Exactly. Does that but th- does that make him a bad guy? Like from from I I would say from his viewpoint because a lot of these people that he has around him are stronger, more capable than he ever will be with without tech. And. You know, he's like I could see like if they ever go rogue, he has ways to take them down. That way, they they um, they're not because they're more of a threat to him than anybody else. Because unlike let's say if Wonder Woman goes rogue, Superman could take her, but Batman can't in regards of just sure strength and will. Yeah. Um, same with Green Lantern. You know, like. So I get like I I always like now it did it did probably make people uncomfortable because they're like oh you can't trust us I'm like I'm just protecting the world because you some of y'all ain't from here. Well, I admire a sense of villainy to be honest with you because it takes someone uh, that kind of villain though. Um, you know, you and I've talked about this and we we use comic references and and uh, media of that uh, ilk to discuss you know like compare notes and what have you but like you know that i am a fan of thanos and i love thanos ideology and the reason i love thanos's ideology is because he's doing the dirty work that no one else wanted to do you sure you could take the infinity gauntlet and double the fucking resources of the galaxy or you can make people fucking grow up stop being a little pussies and go hey here's the deal you don't you you couldn't play with your toys you fucking wanted to ruin everything snap it's gone and now you have to figure it out without it. And then, just to fucking cover his bases, snaps again to destroy the fucking one tool that could have brought everything back. Why? Because you don't deserve it. You don't deserve to fucking have a restart button. Here, I have fixed your problem for you. I am glad to be the fucking villain. You can unite in hating me for doing what I felt was right because none of you pussies would have done it yourself. Instead, you would have squabbled and this and that. And, and and that's the thing about like real life, and that's part of what we we talk about here. We get into real life topics. We are living in a society of bullshit, and no one wants to take the fucking hard hand and say fuck it. This is what needs to be done. Exactly, and that, and that's the whole thing with that. You know, you got like they they real like even with it now in the comics. I know Thanos tried to do it to get the what was it the affection of death. Yeah, well, I'm talking about MCU. Uh, yeah, MCU. Yeah, and. Like you know, and, and that and that is something like, so, like with the snapping, and it caused a lot of even, even like even when they reverted, when everybody came back, like think of all the chaos. One like if 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 the snap if the snap stayed like it was, think of all the chaos that Wanda cr- created. That would have never happened if they didn't revert back to how things were because Wanda came back and basically went on on a uh, tirade and enslaved a, a society basically to in a small town and then fucking uh, destroyed a lot of people at Kamataj and Doctor Strange and the Multiverse Men. That all happened because they snapped everything back because Wanda was one of the people that was blipped. Well, beyond that, look what else? Look, uh, um, if you watch the, the, the miniseries uh, um, Winter Soldier and the Falcon, right? Oh, yeah. When he becomes the Captain America character. You know, like, they had seven years to adjust to this world without all this stuff. And they had time to, they weren't happy, but they were able to mourn and do this. 
You snap these people back into existence, and now all this fucking shit, you're expecting people to leave homes that they built over seven years. Oh, I'm back now. Um, you can leave my house. Fuck you, dude. I, I worked my, you know, I, I earned this. You were gone. Oh, and, yeah. And, and uh, I, I wish that they would actually focus more on that because I find that very fascinating that, like, you know, they, they did little increments of it, like especially going back to WandaVision where like uh, I think uh, was it Rambo? I can't remember her last, first name, but she she was in she was with her mom in the hospital and then she did then she disappeared and she blipped and then she came back and she was dead. Like the mother was dead, and it was like she survived for a little bit longer than she died again. So it's like all those things that happened during that period when everybody came back and the time they missed and the people that were lost and all that stuff. I, I just wait because, again, that, that uh, because it's like you lose so much. You lost like, what, five years between the blip and then. And it's just it's just an interesting thing. But, again, it's like it created that whole situation. And then plus with the with the multiverse stuff, it's caused like stuff with – Kang whenever they figure out what to do with Johnson Majors, but uh, I'm very, I'm still very curious how they're going to tip me toe around that. Well, the good thing with him, they could, they could change his appearance and say he's like fucking, uh, you know, I don't know. He's, uh, he morphed into something else. It's a comic book, bro. I'm sorry. You can get, look, look, what's his name? We've had two fucking uh, Brodies. We've had two fucking Hulk, three Hulks. All right. We, we look, it doesn't really matter. They just recast them. Fuck it. Yeah, that is true. That is true. That's why I was hoping, like, in, in the Flash, I would have, like, something where, you know, he would disappear. They'd come back, and it was fucking uh, the guy from the TV show or something. Or a new fly, or a new actor or whatever. If well, that was- uh, like, okay, to go down the other road. We talked about the Joker earlier. The yeah. Joker in, in The Dark Knight was brilliant. Whether people want to acknowledge that, you know, and he played the character of a... Of a of, Someone who was insane very well, but he wasn't. Um, case in point, when he's holding the fucking revolver to Harvey to his head and he's holding down the fucking hammer, he was never in any real danger, but he needed Harvey to believe that. He was Harvey was a catalyst. Um, you know, people had gotten used to a certain status quo, but the Joker knew for, for things to work the way they're supposed to work, there had to be a little bit of chaos. And he said to himself, I'm just a dog chasing cars. I don't know what I'd do if I actually got a hold of one. No, he knew what he was doing. The only thing is he didn't count on the fucking the strength of those fucking inmates and that one played by Tiny Lister. Yeah. Fucking basically, it wasn't Tiny Lister. Uh, who played Debo? He played Debo anyway. Who said, I'm well, gonna, yeah, he was also Zeus and all that. Yeah, he goes, I'm going to do what you don't have the courage to do. And he threw the fucking thing overboard. He didn't, he didn't count on that. It's fucked up that these inmates and these criminals have enough sense to say, we've made our choice. We did what we did. We don't deserve a choice here. And then you have the fucking citizens of Gotham freaking out and they're, they're, you know, they're evil. And he's too, but the guy was too much of a coward to turn the key. It's just an interesting dynamic to look at what a real villain is. Oh yeah, and, and that was, and that's the whole situation. And even going back to like the Dark, Batman Begins, or even in in terms of the uh, comics, Ra's al Ghul. And I'm glad you said Ra's, Ra's al Ghul. That is the stupidest fucking yeah, whatever. What are you drinking? Uh, you're not gonna believe it. It's a uh, bomb pop Mountain Dew. Never, never heard about that one. It tastes like a fucking bomb pop, like all like a fucking popsicle. Yeah, I have to I have to try that because like there's a I usually like the different flavor, like Code Red. I never did try Pitch Black, which is stupid because they had the whole fucking Pitch Black match on <laughs> based on that. I should have tried just for that reason. But yeah, no, it's like he wanted to basically cleanse the especially Gotham. Rage did of, of all the uh, evil or the uh, crime and all that stuff. So, but again, it was like gonna, destroying all these lives. I'm going to present some an idea to you, and <sighs> you know, it's sick, it's twisted, but it's Darwinism. And I'm going to just not tell I'm saying that this should happen, but we have a very huge homeless crisis going on in this country, correct? Yes. Okay. So we, I've had debates with friends, and I will play that character. I will play the darkest, 
heartless, most evil son of a bitch that I can to see how they react to it. Because I love to see how, you know, the human mind works. I love to see what people think when you come up with these twisted ideas. And so I basically said, well, what do you do with these homes? They asked me what I would do with these homeless people. I said, okay, I'll have a theory for you. I have a, I have a fucking, uh, a th- an idea. Let me see what you think. So we have all these homeless people. We have all this government land, right? All right. You take all these homeless people, these drug addicts, these fucking MHMR people. You take all these fucked up individuals. You put them on a fuck on government land. You provide them with tents, and then you basically play the fucking Hunger Games. You put a giant fence around it. You fucking broadcast it on Fox. You get fucking TV ratings, and the last man standing, the one who survives, or the ones who create a society, you provide for them. You let them, they want to be off the grid so bad, right? They want to be off out out of fucking public purview. They don't want to pay taxes. Okay, we're going to use them for whatever we want to use them for. We're going to put you on this private land. We're going to videotape. We're going to see what happens when you leave people to their own devices. We get first round programming. You get to be left alone. What's going to happen? And people look at me and they're like, that's fucking nuts. Why would you do that? Well, do you have a better idea? Because your ideas aren't working. Oh, let's get government programmings to fix these people. Oh, let's oh, oh, let's do like Portland. Let's give them fucking vending machines that deal out crack and dope. That'll work. Let's give them homeless shelters, because that clearly hasn't worked either. Like literally, I like and see your your idea is not as dark as mine. I would just put them all on a like probably an island and then drop a nuke, but you know that that's that's uh, uh it still goes the same way, but yeah. Uh, but I've said that before too, so it's not like I. I, I think we had a discussion one time where I said, where I said, uh, where I was trying to figure out a place to put them, and you said something about put them in Austin, and I was like, why? <laughs> I was like, I love Austin. Why put them in Austin? I, I like going to Austin. It's like, uh, like any time I get an excuse to go to Austin, I take it. But see, but, my, uh, my thing is this, and this is going to sound fucked up, and maybe this does make me a quote-unquote villain. I get up, I go to work, I bust my ass, I pay, I, you know, I get paid, I pay bills, I pay my taxes, I do everything that I am required to do as a man. And I'm not talking about what men are now. I'm not talking about and, and wink, wink to possible episode later. I don't fucking put on a dress, tuck my dick, and try to act like I'm a fucking professional swimmer. No, I, I get up and go do my job. I'm talking about an old school 1960s man's man. Go to work and do live my life. You don't you don't you don't listen to goodbye horses well no I don't I don't tuck it in and fucking put a, some woman's scalp on my head to pretend to be a girl I don't go win the fucking oh, as a Norway I don't win I don't win the Netherlands fucking woman of the year beauty pageant no I'm a fucking guy who does this fucking thing no you don't, you don't yell saying it puts the lotion on the skin or else no, it gets the hose again. Which, which again you know what I got in some shit on Twitter because I was joking about that making fun of somebody not anybody trans just it was a funny meme about goodbye horses and somebody said that's transphobic it's a fucking song all right and it was about fucking i was talking about science of the lambs go fuck yourself anyway just go, just go on threads now that's the new thing nowadays so fucking stupid but look i i, I like like I, I go and work my ass off i do what i can to fucking provide a, a, a stable fucking household i don't ask for anybody to give me a handout but yet i'm the bad guy because i I've, i i don't feel like i need a fucking spend half my paycheck giving it to the fucking homeless because they made a, not all, not all of them, I'm not saying all the homeless, but a majority decided they didn't want to fucking work for a living. And they wanted to fucking live in squalor in tent cities. And they deserve the same fucking rights and privileges as I do. In my opinion, these people fucking threw that shit away. They made a decision. You want to live in that decision. Fine. But you should not sit here and fucking propagate, fucking on sidewalks, shitting and defecating, doing drugs in front of children's schools and shit like they do in these liberal fucking cities, and I that should be on my dime? Go fuck yourself. That's how I feel. Am I a villain? You know what? If you think I'm a villain, go fuck yourself too. Well, yeah, and, and that's the thing. Like, I, I, like, where, like, like, what do you call it? Downtown San Antonio is, like, like not too far from, like, Ironically, the jail and all that. There's like, there's a like Haven for Hope. It's a homeless shelter, right? And then, but most of the time, you see 90% of homeless out and about trying to, whether it's for uh fucking, uh for like, and I used to be that guy that if if, if you if a guy came up to me 
asked me for a, a dollar or, or a fucking cigarette. I used to be that guy. Be like, yeah, if I have it, you know, and here you go. But it came to the point where, like, if you say no, they they get they get they don't get confrontational, but they just say like sly remarks, like, oh, like oh, oh. They, the entitlement. Think about this, Jake. I want you to think about this. If you're on the street begging, right? I'm not going to ask what you make hourly, right? Yeah. But there was a guy who did a fucking, uh, uh, he did an experiment, got dressed up, made himself look homeless, and he made begging $200 in an hour. Now I'm going to ask you this. Are you making $200 an hour doing what you do? Oh, no. No. So on a good day, and let's let's be fair. Say you only make fucking 20 bucks in an hour begging and change and whatnot, right? You're still making more than fucking a majority. You're making more than minimum wage sitting on the street. I don't give a fuck if you're in the hot sun. In change, you just made more than minimum wage. Yeah. Begging for money. And I'm supposed to feel sorry. Yeah, and, and the sad thing is is that they're not used, like if they were like using it for, now some maybe, I'm not going to say that all of them use it for this, but like if you were using it for like getting a hotel to somewhere you could you could shower, sleep, whatever. What like don't have to worry about anybody bothering you or taking turns or what have you. Okay. In a way, I can I could I I can I can uh sympathize with that. If, you, if that is what you're doing, just so that way you have a place of your own, even for, for if it's for a night. But if but the majority are taking that money, going to some drug dealer and getting coke or fucking heroin or whatever the fuck, or going to a liquor store and going to get beer. I remember when I was a kid, my, um, my, uh, uh, cause I, I always have a pet peeve, uh, uh, whenever I'm eating, like I get bothered if someone asks me for if, like at McDonald's or something while I'm eating. That's why I get a little confrontational. I just tell that. And then if, if my, Daughter was with me at the time. I'd get very confrontational. But um, my grandfather, we would go. We went to HEB one time, and we were going in the going in the uh, putting the groceries up. And I got in the back seat. He, he was getting in, and I didn't really see what was going on because I was. But I but he, I kind of figured a little bit later what was going on. The guy I guess came with my grandfather and asked him for money, and all I see is the guy's hands are up. So I so again not knowing anything he walked away after a few seconds but uh, later on I kind of came to a realization that because I knew my grandfather had a gun in his car so he pro- my my thing was he probably pulled it out and aimed it at him the and I'm sure it was also because I was there so he didn't want anything and all that and plus him being ex-military kind of being if you're just trying to pr- pr- protective and all that that's kind of a few things I was thinking of. But yeah, like, and and some people may think, oh, how cruel is that to aim a gun at a homeless person when they're asking? I'm like, you're you're getting into your car, you're putting yourself, you have, you have your grandkid or your son, or you don't know what this guy's gonna do if you, especially if you say no. So you are basically doing doing something before he does something. So I don't I don't have an issue if 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 that if that was me in that same position that was my kid or my grandkid. I would have done the same fucking thing. If I had a gun in my car, I would pull it out and aim it at him and say, hey, get the fuck away. Well, and, and if there's a flip side of that, right? So I'll go back. I'll take you back maybe 15, almost 15 years, 20 years ago. I was working one of my first jobs, and there was a guy there. And I was like, I was like at this point, I had, I had stopped being a little fucking hoodlum, and I was, um, I was working for a company. And I'll just say this. The company was very well to do. Um, there was many levels to this company and there was a guy that worked there and he was down as luck. You know, he worked stock market when he was, and he just, he made some bad choices. Um, he was, he was single. He, you know, he, his girlfriend left him after all these bad choices. The motherfucker showed up to work every day. Um, the company I worked for, they had showers there. They had this, but he was basically living at the fucking company in the parking lot in his car and never fucking, but you would never know. Because he made sure that even if he was in the bath in a bathroom or in a shower, his clothes were always clean. He, you know, he, he took care of himself. Went to a wash cherry after he got his paycheck. You know, all these things. Living out of his car, um, he was homeless. Um, but this was at a time where you didn't have to have a fucking residence to have a job like that. Like not as you have to have a residence to fucking to get a paycheck or whatever for direct. Yeah. Care. But like this was back when you can get cash in hand or you just got a paycheck, you a straight up paper check. 
but the guy showed up to work every day. Hard-working motherfucker. I watched him go, and it, it took him a couple years, but he got himself an apartment, did all this stuff, worked from the bottom all the way back up. And we're talking about a guy here who was in his – and I was, like, barely out of my teens, and he was in his um, mid-30s. And it took him about five years to get his shit back together, but he did it. And and like I always I always wondered. I asked my boss one day, "Why do you, why do you, uh, why do you allow this?" Because I had I was a little uppity back then. I didn't know any better. Yeah. Said, because that's the hardest working guy in this fucking entire company, and he doesn't complain. He eats in the cafeteria every day, same fucking ham sandwich kind of guy. You know, never spends outside of his means. Works his ass off, and he worked his way up because he had made decisions and put that put him in that position. He worked his ass back to a position where he could be stable. Now, if we had these kind of people that had that kind of ingenuity, that kind of willpower to turn their lives around after living half their fucking life and realizing they made these decisions, they made these mistakes. If they, if we had people like that, I support that. I'm not sitting. Yeah. There, I'm not. I'm not here fucking pissing on somebody like that who's legitimately not begging for a handout. He's coming to work every day, working. Hey, you you want to work tomorrow? No, you know you want out tomorrow? I'll cover your shift. Like we're talking about a guy who wanted to wanted to work seven days a week, wanted to work. You know, try to work ten to sixteen hours a day just so he could get back to where he was because he knew what it took to get there, and how fast he lost it. And, you know, and I, I, I applaud that. I applaud that fucking willpower. We don't deal with that nowadays. If you look, if you turn on any fucking news, all you see is Portland and, and the fucking autonomous zone chop where these fucking idiots are living on the streets, shitting in the streets. California, San Diego, where everybody's all fucking gone now and it's all tense and all these companies have moved out because the homeless have taken over because they know it's a lot more. E it's a lot easier to go over there and live in a tent and, you know, live a life where you can get raped and shit like that than live and, and be responsible. But, again, going back to the topic of this fucking podcast, the villains are the ones that fucking want to point that shit out. I don't understand how it makes me a bad person because I don't, I, I'm, I'm not, it's not my job to baby people who are supposed to be grown-ass adults. Look, when your parents get a hold of you, right, it's their job to raise you the best of their ability to show you how to be a, an adult get you to a point where you're sufficient and you're on your own. You know, like I don't look, I don't rely on my parents for shit. I, you know, if I can call my dad today and be like, Hey, can I, you know, he would, but that's because. Oh yeah. Dad. Same with me. You know, I, I can, I could be like, um, like if I need, if I ever need, it's like, it's like, I, I've, I've always joked about this. When my mom found out I smoked, she's like, I'm never going to support your habit. And then like a week later, this is years ago, back. mom, can I get, can I have 20 bucks for Couple pack smokes, yeah. You know that's the, like you know like that. That's just the the whole thing. Yeah, like same regarding that. Now, like something I was gonna add to that. Um, it's it's just like you know with with the homeless situation and all that regarding regarding the the idea that there are like <clears throat> I'll admit there are people like that that I've worked with in the past that honestly I just think they're not they're. Uh, not there to, you know, contribute at all. You know, I'm not, and I'm, and, and it, it's a multitude of different things. It could be a disability. It could be whatever, you know, and I'm like, I'm, and, and just to me, I look at that as like, you know, I'm here. I am busting my ass day in, day out, trying to do what I can. And I'm like, you know, and like, you know, or, and it could go with also the ideas of like, people get better opportunities and they don't, you don't seem like they're doing anything and you feel like you and all that. That could also leave. Um, that reminds me actually of a good, of a, in this conversation, you've seen the movie falling down, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. That, oh, that Michael like Douglas. has it was Michael Douglas, right? Yes. Yes. Killed Fantastic it, movie. That was like, that was like one of the first movies because I only knew Joel Schumacher for a while for Batman. Remember I watched Batman Rock way before I saw Lost Boys or whatnot. So, uh, what do you call it? Watching that, and I was like, oh, Joel Schumacher can actually make good movies. And so, like, you know, I, I was like, that, that's a, basically a guy at his breaking point from, and all that, from all the shit that's gone on in his life, his marital issues, job issues, society as a whole, and just him deciding, you know what, I'm going to fucking say something about this. And that that's just like, you know, 
And you ask yourself, is was he the villain in this whole situation? Or was it society as a whole? And I like those days where you kind of question things instead of just like, I kind of prefer the more layered, either the mo the no motive or the layered villain where you don't know whether he's a villain or not. Well, let me ask you this. We talked about it in the last episode about society and people taking responsibility for their actions. Do you blame society for him fucking being weak and breaking? Do you blame society because he couldn't handle it one day? Because, okay, if you're dealing, look, we'll go on the mar marital issue part of, the, of his fucking thing, his whole thing with his fucking wife and shit like that. At any point, he could have made a decision that this is enough. I can. I need to make a change. Your job. At any point, you can decide that I don't need to do this job anymore because it's starting to make me not like what I see in the mirror. I've done that plenty. Like, look, in my life, I made, there was times when I worked somewhere and I knew that my boss was a fucking, in my opinion, a dick. He was a fucking asshole. He didn't fucking have my best interest. I'm working my ass off. I'm breaking my bones for him. And what am I getting in return? I'm not getting any respect. I'm not getting the fucking appreciation. I know I deserve. Not I feel or I think. I know I deserve. Yeah. So I, made, I made a conscious decision to move myself out of that position into something that I knew was going to give me peace of mind. Was it? Is it a risk? Absolutely. But I made the right decision and I'm I'm doing better than I ever have financially yeah and i'm doing the sit like i like i've i've openly said that the restaurant industry is a is is probably the most unappreciative job you could have because it's just in my experience of the years i've worked in the restaurant industry it like you never get appreciated for your work it's, it's a thankless job in my opinion but, that, but that's the thing does that make you the bad guy because you just sit there and the fucking you make it to a boiling point you get a gun you go do something stupid yeah, I never did. I never did that. Like that was the thing. I let like I, by the time I left, I decided you know I'm not going back. So I did everything in my power to not go back. Um, because you what? had a will and you had a work ethic and you had a drive to better yourself. The thing about you, the human, the human being, the human beings in general, we have, you know, that they, they, you know, you like comics, right? Spider Man has a spider right. sense, right? We know what's not making us comfortable, right? If your fucking hand's on fire, you're going to move it off the hot plate. If you're fucking cold, you're going to go find somewhere to get warm. If you got a shit, you're going to go use a fucking toilet. You're going to go find somewhere to shit. You know what's making you hurt. You know what's making you uncomfortable, so you fix that. It's those people who push themselves to a point and allow society to mold them. That's their fault. And my I, I, Look, maybe that's too fucking black and white, cut and dry, but that's their fucking fault. You're making a choice to do that, you know. Um, what's the old adage? Monsters aren't born; they're created. Yeah, they're made. And, and so, like, look back at Victor Frankenstein and the monster. He made that monster. The monster wasn't the fucking you know. The monster didn't have enough fucking sense to know what he was doing. But when he did, that's what made him the villain in that story. That's what made it when he started killing people indiscriminately, not knowing, you know, when he knew what he was doing. That's what made that's what made him the monster. Victor gave him life. Victor made mistakes. Victor had to suffer consequences. But when the monster, and that's another misconception people don't realize, if you read the book, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, or you read, if you know the story of Frankenstein, the monster is not named Frankenstein. Victor is Victor Frankenstein. And <clears throat> as a side note. Yeah. What I'm saying is, like, when you have cognitive thought, when you have the idea and you have it down that you know what you're doing, that's when you're the fucking villain. That's when you point fingers at that person, right? Yes. Oh, look at uh, look at something more humorous, like the, like the movie Shrek. You remember Shrek, right? Everybody yeah. knows Shrek. It was a great movie. When he was in his swamp, left alone by himself, he was happy. He was fine with people hating him. He could be a villain, whatever. He was a different kind of villain whenever he was a fucking the ogre. But then he was placed in a position where people were in his swamp. Get out of my swamp, right? So he went yeah. to go fucking fix it, and he fixed the fucking problem. I look, I know it's a fucking DreamWorks fucking production. I know it was Mike Myers and fucking Eddie Murphy playing characters, but the motherfucker fixed it. He went over there, he saved the princess, and he got lucky enough to get some nookie afterwards. Good for him. But the fucker fixed the nookie. What? The nookie. What? He, went, he went and fixed the situation. If more people had that type of fucking drive, we wouldn't be in the situation we are now. We're in a place because we're in a place where 
the rich decide that, oh, we should so hand out people everything. I'm sorry. Look, I know COVID sucked, and I know that we, we go back and forth on that shit. But fuck, you know why people don't go to work? Because you were giving them, you were printing money, and then you made a bunch of lazy fucks who don't want to do anything. I know. I miss, I miss that that era. It was only for for me at least. It was only for a few months. It was from like March to August. That was the best the best uh, couple months of my life. Yes, but but in the same breath, you took what was needed for you to survive, and then you went back to fucking work. You didn't sit in your ass fucking playing video games all day. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I didn't try to find any loopholes I could still get be, get paid and all that. I just kept. I just kept going. Like even though I, there are parts of me that didn't want to go back, not just because of that, but also because of just, I felt like it was too soon at the time, and it was. But you know, it was that was just the idea I had at the time. So I had different. Even when when I was reluctant, it wasn't just because I wanted to sit at home all all day. It was just logistics that I was looking at from the, from everything that was going on, and I was like, and then plus again. Uh, with family members I take care of, it's like, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able, like, I, I need to make sure that I don't get sick. Therefore they don't get sick. Well, in, in all honesty, you of all people, you're the perfect example of someone who could have literally rode the fucking gravy train the entire time because, because of your circumstances, right? You don't have a fucking car. You don't, you, you don't drive. You don't do this. You take a bus. Fine. Yeah. You could, you literally could have milked that to the end, but you didn't, which in my opinion makes you better than 85% of the people in the world who fucking sit there and, and, and take a free ride. Agreed. And, and that's, and that's the whole thing with that. Now, like, uh, going to another villain trait, like, you know, uh, one day I do want to talk about this movie, even in a sequel, but, uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. The movie had no right to be as good as it was. But um, like the goal for the main villain was basically to have to to for uh put a puss and puss to fucking value his because he he took he took basically he he was he had the nine lives and all that and he was fucking you know he didn't care. He was like, you know, he didn't value anything. And the goal was like basically at the end was like that he valued it. The, the lesson was to value your, your life and all that. And again, that was such a phenomenal movie. You got, have you seen it yet? No, but you tell me to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta watch it. Cause that, that may be a one we, we talk about one day, maybe in the one year anniversary. Cause that's such a great movie. It should. <laughs> I, I did a video with, uh, my friend, uh, Brendan Beauregard, uh, uh, we were talking about that the other day on uh, on, a, on a stream, and we were talking about like the Kids' Choice Awards, and I said how he was mentioned how pissed off I was that that movie wasn't being nominated for best movie. I said should have, damn it, it was a great movie, and it had no right to be being a movie from like a sequel to a movie from ten years prior. Well, here's the thing: like we're talking about real villainy. You wonder what I think is real villainy? Fuck the fucking bullshit! All the, all that. Uh, look at the guy from fucking Nickelodeon. You know who who, who put feet. Because he had a foot fetish, so he made the. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That piece of shit. Dan, not Dan Schneider, was it? Schneider. I can't remember the guy's name. But yeah, I know who you're referring to. But that's what I'm saying. That's a real fucking villain. That's oh yeah, villain. there's that one. I think that one episode of iCarly where they just basically put their feet right. Janemba Kerberger put their feet feet front center on the camera and all that, just wiggling around. Go back to fucking the movie Harriet the Spy, and they used to oh. fucking do feet tattoos. And she put little that was again. Look back at all that shit and all the stuff that was back there. All the symbolism. You want to look at real villains? Look at fucking someone like Epstein, who had an island of fucking children that he was. Let's be real, molesting. Yeah. Fucking Ghislaine Maxwell, who's 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 a real fucking villain, who's willing to turn dime on like nine people to help. Let's see if she doesn't get unalived. Look at the fucking. And I believe this because, again, we're going to go. This is the part of the show where we go into conspiracy theory and fucking Chayton looks like the normal one. And I look like the psychopath. The guy, the fucking guy, uh, the lead singer of Linkin Park, who apparently committed suicide. Oh, right? Chester Banton, yeah. Yeah, but that there's some fucking Fugazi shit. Like, I don't think Robin Williams killed himself. I think they killed him. I don't think Bernie Mac killed himself. I think these people were speaking out on, on some real fucking villainy, on some real evil sons of bitches. You know, what about the. Like you're talking about real villains, 
Go back and when you when y'all watch this, right? Go look up Sandra Bullock talking about Adrenochrome. That'll show you a real fucking villain. How she's like hinting around on the fucking Ellen DeGeneres fucking show. Well, I go to this island and they what? No, what? She gets her facials. She gets she gets uh, facials. Yeah. And they asked her where they get them stuff from and she said it's from far far away yeah she goes so far far away where they get they get really this 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 the skin, this, of, a this, the skin of a young person and then they put it in my face and don't get me wrong sandra bullock was smoking fucking hot in the blonde side i'm not i'm a grown-ass man i can say it she had a banging ass in that movie whatever but the fact is she's built warning conspiracy theory she built it off the fucking adrenochrome of fucking children well, see, I, you were mentioning Chester Bennington. See, my my theory is, well, it's like I I just think he because uh, he he I remember he whined and bitched and moaned beforehand because his the recent albums weren't doing good, and I'm like, yeah, because y'all sold out. You sold out after like Transformers. I'm like, uh, like no one likes like the new Lincoln Park. We like the 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 Lincoln Park oh, that got y'all on the map. See that? That's what I'm not talking. I'm not talking about that. There's a congressman, right? Or senator or some shit, the guy that looks like Ch- that could be Chester Bennington's dad. Oh, Podesta. And some guy named Podesta. I can't remember what, but, but he was looks exactly like Chester Bennington, and like he was gonna. The theory was that he was coming out and gonna start talking about the fucking shit and how his dad was re- the guy that people think is really his dad had him killed because he had all this fucking inside information. All this shit, like like again, Trips got me running down fucking rabbit holes and shit, and. It, uh, Whenever we used to do that old fucking show, like HMB and shit, we used to talk about stuff like this. And it, it drove me nuts that these are the real monsters of the world. Like, these are the real, you know, you look at fucking people like the Joker and shit like that. You look at fucking Bane, who who legitimately had gripes, who legitimately had beefs. And you can actually question if they're the real villain or it's the fucking, the people that they're trying to fight against. Like a Jim Gordon, like a fucking Gotham City, like a fucking Batman. They're, they're saying, look, you motherfuckers hold these guys up in hold, so high regard, but look what they were keeping under wraps. Look at even, even the Riddler and the Batman. Yeah. But then he killed you and he killed your career or your reputation. Well, then, then look at this. You look at the fucking movies. You think those are villains? You know how much I dislike fucking Sleepy Joe. His son's doing fucking coke in the White House. He gets a sweetheart deal. I know we talked about this last week, but it still pisses me off. That's real villainy. Going to a former president's house and fucking raiding that motherfucker when he didn't do shit. He was just, he, look, he had every right to keep the fucking records he had. And he's like, every time you back that orange bastard into a corner, case of point, we'll be talking about that sooner or later. And yet, you know, but he's the bad guy. I'm sorry, you can't sit here and tell me that 50% of the fucking country is wrong. And you, this guy's not been treated fairly. Your fucking own government's turned against you. But those of us who have these ideals, we're bad guys for fucking wanting to go against what the status quo is. Fuck that. No, and I and I agree with that. Like you know, it's like like for example, like you know, and then going even further back to JFK with with like like the conspiracy theories with him. But that came out. The CIA released yeah. the fucking documentation. The CIA killed the fucking president. That yeah, is unclassified that, now. That's that that's legit. The fucking people that can have conspiracy theories about magic bullets and saying, no, no, the government did this. They were justified because it came out. The CIA killed JFK. And uh, weren't there even conspiracy theories about Lincoln? Yeah. Oh, they, yeah, they talk about how Lincoln's fucking secretary was named Kennedy and how Kennedy's secretary was named Lincoln and how everything was a mirror image of itself, how the killer of fucking Lincoln ran into a fucking uh, office building or something like that, and how how fucking Wilkes Booth ran into a theater. Like, it's, it's all fucking, dude, everything that we live, it, I'm not saying it's a simulation, but it's definitely fucking theater to some regard. Yeah, ironic, because, again, with Lincoln, he was killing that theater. And then, so like you know, with with um, what do you call it? Um, well, and then also Lincoln and and, and Kennedy had similar things, about, especially going back to the slaves and all this other stuff. So it was like it's like they, they they mirrored each other, and probably more than they thought they did in regards to ideologies. So so something we should definitely talk about, and I truly like again, I love like not 
I don't, I'm not woke. I'm not, I'm good, but I live, I live outside of the bubble of this, of, of the spectrum that they want me to live in. And I love to fucking theorize. I love to fucking like, well, let's pull this thread. Let's pull that thread. Not too far. Cause I would like to keep going to work and I'd like to not end up in a box somewhere. Oh, but, yeah. <laughs> but I, I love the idea of looking out and saying, well, what happened with this? What happened with that? But here we are. And I love to play that devil's advocate. You know, I like, I, I guess that makes me a bad guy, whatever. But if you don't do that, then what the fuck is the point? Like, am I supposed to live in a world where they tell me what to do, what to think, what to wear, how to live my life? I'm not going to do that. I'm not, I'm never going to be that person on a review. I refuse. I, I bust my ass and I live a clean life. I don't, I, you know, you're not going to tell me that you get to control what I, what I view and what I, how I theorize about things, especially when there's enough evidence there for plausible than not for, for, for there's enough evidence there to deny what you're seeing in front of you. Exactly. Oh, but yeah, no, that, and that's, that's the thing, you know, like, like with, oh, with I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that, that I, I kind of went on a tangent. What I was going to say is, Oh, we should definitely talk about time travel. Cause I feel like everything's fucking set up. And I, I think that people knew they already know what's going on. We go like to the Mandela effect and all that. I think time travel is a real thing. I think that they mold this shit the way they want it. They want it to. They say these things. They do these things. Um, I believe that certain certain tragic events in the world happen because they they do it a certain way because it has to go that way, which I understand. Look, I get it. If this tragedy has to happen, so this can happen. Cool. It's the, my problem is is when you think that we're so stupid we can't accept the fucking truth. We're stupid because you dumbed us down. You, we're stupid because you've sat there and you've watered down the Kool-Aid. You know what? Just serve it to me straight up, man. I like my whiskey straight. I don't need a fucking chaser. Tell me what's going on. And if the people can't accept it, they can't accept it. You know, Darwinism is a real thing. Oh, yes. And survival of the fittest. That's like, you know, that's a mindset I always live by. As, as messed up as that sounds in some cases, that to me, that's how it is. It's in life and work and whatever, you know, you got to, you know, you have to be. And sometimes that may be that may be harsh of, of thinking like that, but that's just how you move up in life. It's I'll say just, this, I, like she sits here and, I, and she's awesome. And she's the one who's got me fucking thinking outside the box and shit. Not that she's a crazy conspiracy theorist, but I really wish she would join us on some of these. Because, she, <laughs> because uh, she she like I said she has she says well, what about this what do you think about this what and she's always fucking thought provoking and I, and and I'm talking about trips of course but she's always fucking thought provoking and keeps me on my toes what do you think about this and like that's what this show has become with you and me it's just two guys we'll start with a topic again we went to villainy but then we're talking about the homeless and then we're talking about JFK we're, you know like I said I love this fucking show. Because what we do is sit here for damn near an hour and we ramble on for like fucking idiots. And does anybody watch or understand? Does your demographic fucking understand what we're talking about? No, but they fucking watch it. Fuck. Sorry. I'm picking which sounds. I had to do the web sound again. I did the official one. But like I said, the show. No, is I get I get that, and you know, and that that's what I I've liked about how the show has. This show itself has evolved from talking about uh, downing the clown. And now we're talking about like just the shit that's going on in the world. I like I like the evolution of it and all that. It's- and again, like look, maybe I'm a damn fool. Maybe you're a damn fool, whatever. But it's something that no one else is talking about. Like no one's fucking sitting there having these fucking conversations. They're too busy worrying about, you know what? Fuck it. We'll go down that road too. They're, most people, and I'm saying, like, the demographic, hey, you guys that are watching, they're more worried about, well, this guy said this about me, and, and, and fuck him, and you, I'm going to call you a pedophile. You're, fuck you, you're, you're, you're gay, whatever. You know, fuck that. You know, y'all, grow the fuck up. Have a real conversation with your fucking friends. Quit being weeby little fucktards and fucking have a conversation. Fuck, have some fun with this shit, you know? Do, do I, do I, am I going to go down the realm and say, 
uh, we're living in a simulate. No, we're having a conversation. And then you know what's going to happen later? You and I are going to talk about fucking AEW or some other bullshit. But for this hour, we're going to sit here and just ramble down the fucking road and do what we do and have a good time doing it. Fuck, you know what? Let's be real. Let's get real for a second. You were a villain for a fucking year on some bullshit that was your personal fucking business, right? You were a yeah. fucking villain, and now you're a fucking hero again. How twisted is that shit? That is true. That is true. It, it, it is like it, it's 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 like it's fascinating how like and again no disrespect to anybody but it's fascinating how like ideologies change on a dime for a lot of people. Like I, I've like I've I've said this. My ideologies are mostly from even going back to back then are the same. It's just like again. Like taking do it certain things I regret saying or saying things that you know and all that. But the point is, is that like, like when you're like you mentioned about uh, Orange Man being pushed into a corner, you know he's like or Bear being pushed in a corner, he's gonna fight back eventually. They might not like that person, the, the the Bear fight back, but they pushed it to the corner, and they kept at it, kept at it, and now again just to to be myself and just to be like peaceful and having conversations like this is great because it's like, you know, and people enjoying all that stuff. I don't have to jump around or fucking get struck down by lightning or whatnot and do You're all that. I'm not stuff. a fucking dancing monkey being with an organ grinder anymore. Okay. And that's the one thing that I'll say that has been beautiful about this whole fucking transformation. You in the fucking year plus that's that everything's happened with you have been able to be yourself. You're not sitting here fucking for the uh, for, for the sounds of fucking applause. You're here. You're not sitting there in a the corner of a podcast playing video games because you're bored of your fucking mind because you're just putting on a fucking character. You and I are having a real legitimate conversation about some fucking crazy shit, and it's fun, and it's been entertaining, and you had to be the villain to get there. Villains are necessary, right? Villains, yeah. it's needed. You have to have a bad guy. And if you want to wear that, that fucking moniker, cool. But at some point, the pendulum has to swing the other way and you're going to be the hero again. Look, at some point, I've been a villain many times in my life and it's okay. It's fine. I was a villain because I made fucking comments that I believed. And if you didn't like it, then fuck, la-di-da. Then I'm, I guess I'm fucking public enemy number one because I agree with something that you don't. I have to fucking be a bad guy, but I've never fucking sat here and pretended to be something I'm not. If you look back at any body of work I've had, I've been the same motherfucker from the jump and I've always been me. The one thing that's changed about you is you're finally able to be you. And now people are like, whoa, he's an interesting guy because you don't, you know, it's real hard to fucking wear a mask your whole life. You don't have to wear a mask anymore. And how fucking refreshing is it to actually get to be Chayton Long? Oh, it is very refreshing. Sorry, went on a little tangent there. Oh, I was like, you breathe. I was like, you good? I was hitting my vape. Oh, I feel you on that. I gotta get you back. I gotta get you back on the real cigarettes, though. You know, <laughs> vape, vape, vape is a is is a is a uh, it's like digital and Blu-ray. You know. Oh no, you know. Speaking of, you know, talk about villainy and that. When I used to do uh, um when I used to do fucking videos and shit on, on the other channel. And I would just sit there and talk. I had a guy come in there and was in my comment section saying, I really love your content, man. I wish you would stop vaping, though. And I'm like, who the fuck are you? Like, look, I do this for fun. All right. You want to come and tell me I can't fucking vape? Then don't fucking watch. Oh, you're a bad guy now. You're 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 turning heel. Fuck you. Fuck oh, you. yeah. It's it's like it's like it's like I've been in a few relationships where they're like. I really like you, but I don't like that you're so gum like thinking. And I've always said this. I will, I will, I will compromise on certain things. I won't smoke around them. I will, I will chew gum or I'll fucking do whatever I can to make it as comfortable as possible. And then when I'm not with you, with you, I'll, I'll smoke or do whatever. I'd be like, the only person that's going to tell me to do, to not do something is me. And I always say, not an alcoholic. I'm not a drug addict. That's my only vice in life. Fuck it though. Like, like if they can't yeah. accept you for who you are, fuck them. Yeah. 
Because yeah. like I like there there are women that maybe are into stuff that I'm not into. Like there are a few women that are into K-pop or whatever. I don't. I I still to this day don't understand that. And so you know I'm not going to tell them. Oh, if you date me, you got to stop listening to K-pop. Or if they're wrestling fans and they're fucking John Cena or 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 fucking I don't know. Uh, well, back when Roman Reigns was a good guy, Roman Reigns lover. I'm not going to stop loving Roman Reigns. I may joke about Roman Reigns or something, and they could joke the same about wrestlers I like. But, like, I'm not going to fucking tell them, oh, you can't like Roman Reigns if you want to date me. Or you can't like this person if you want to date me. You know? And like I said, we've hit that hour mark. And I'm like, it's my, I know it's my job to remind you when we get there, right? That's like the one fucking responsibility I have. (laughs) But but I will say this in in trying to put a bow on shit, right? The day, like, if anybody gains anything from watching you and I have our conversations here, right? All I want is that you to people to stop fucking putting labels on people people take responsibility for their fucking actions and move the fuck on right if like this this is the thing about the social media youtube in general there's 50 fucking shows like this out there hundreds and whatever shows like this out there there's plenty of other programs that you can watch that probably will will, will you know pat you on your ass and make you feel pretty right the difference is that we have come to a point where we're going to say what we want to fucking say. And that was the, that was the fucking way it used to be. Go back to, and 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 shout out to the T-Pizzle over here. Go back to the ages of fucking Jim Nortons and the Opies and Anthonys and the fucking Stearns and the fucking, um, who was that fucking racist piece of shit uh, who wore a cowboy hat, who, uh, was, who got in trouble for saying the N-word? Don Imus, Don Imus that he didn't motherfucker. Say the N-word. He said nappy-headed Whatever. He said some fucked up shit. It was a joke. But, but still, he's but like I said, there was a time where freedom of speech meant something and you could say something. If you said something fucked up, fucking own that shit. You said it. Okay, you fucked up. You said it. But you know, people we're not fucking EDP 445. We're not fucking uh that pedophile fucking Roblox motherfucker. We're not Cyrax. We're not these motherfuckers. We're just some guys fucking talking shit. And if you don't like it, cool. Change the fucking channel. There's millions of fucking channels on YouTube. Speaking of your buddy Brian, go watch him fucking go after Nickelodeon, right? Go watch those motherfuckers. Look, if we're not the fucking content you want to watch, hey, there are some nicer people out there that will give you the, 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 the nice, sweet, wholesome content you want. And this is not a knock at them. You know what? You and him are cool right now, and I'm, I'm glad it's working out. If you want to watch some wholesome content, go watch Rant and Raid. Go watch Riding Dirty with Jody. Go do that shit, man. Have a good time. Copy, copyright, Chayton, long copyright. <laughs> go, go, look, and they're nice guys, and they're willing to listen to you, and they're willing to fucking, you know, go watch Cypress TV with Tom Willis, you know, formerly known as Tom Willis of the Strip Club. Go watch that. It, 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 like, look, if you want to fucking listen to some fucking wholesome shit about entertainment and whatnot, cool. If you want some raw-ass motherfucking conversation, you come fuck with us, and we'll welcome you here, and you can have your fucking opinion and do your fucking thing. Just keep it fucking clean in the fucking con- in the comments. Don't fucking attack people, and fucking just, like, like chime in, have your fucking peace, and move the fuck on. And then come back next week, and we'll talk about what the fuck you did that last week, and we'll talk about something else. But you don't have to fucking sit here. You won't ever... I look, can I take a little liberty here? Do you mind? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I don't mind, but yeah, go ahead. Not that I already fucking have it. Anyway, come here, shoot the shit with us, have a good fucking time, talk about some controversial shit, comment in the fucking comment section about what you think about the controversy. We'll bring it up next week. We'll talk about that. Jayden will fucking, because I, I, you know, when I can catch it, I'll watch what we do afterwards, because like I said, I'm I'm unplugged a lot from the most, I'm, I'm, I'm a crazy old man in the woods now, in the fucking forest. With fucking bugs and spiders everywhere and fucking boonies, but we'll we'll talk about the fucking comments that come up, and then we'll shoot the shit, and then we'll we'll we'll, we'll respond to whatever, and we'll come back and do it again next week. You don't have to fucking like it, but just respect our fucking right to have a fucking opinion. That's all I'm asking. Exactly. No, I agree. And, and and if you don't like this show because of the opinion, look, if you, if you don't fucking like it, I'm gonna quote myself from back in the past: "Eat a fucking dick," and watch Exiled Entertainment instead. If you if you, if you and all that, we got a good episode coming up very soon. Or oh, actually, previously, pre-recording, <laughs> pre-recording. Yeah. Well, it would be to follow week on the the podcast forms, 
but yeah. But um, but yes, yes, no, no, and that and that's the thing you got, and I'll I'll leave it with this before we close it off. Uh like with the whole situation with that, yeah, it, it's like it's like if you like because I never understand like like when people hate hate you so much or whatever, and they just hate watch you. I'm like, I'm like, sometimes I'll admit I've listened to some people I don't like, and and because I find some type of entertainment value in them, even if they're even if I don't like them, uh, it's like and all that. But I don't like just watch it. Be like, oh hey, you heard what they said about you or heard heard. No, this. That's the thing. Like, as you and I have have like evolved mentally and uh, I would say spiritually to some regard, but as we've evolved, I watch some of those other people. I do. I watch them because I want to know their perspective, not because I hate them, but because, like, look, you may not like me, you may not like fucking Chayden, but I, I, I would like to know your opinion. So I'm going to listen to it. Nine times out of, out of ten, your opinion's dog shit, and you fucking have no real reasoning of why you fucking say the shit you said. Not you, but these, yeah. these those negative folks. They have no real fucking continuity of why they're saying the shit, and they'll change their mind on a dime. And if if, if their fucking fan base says, "Well, we don't agree with you," they'll oh, then I'm, I was wrong, I misspoke. I don't know. You'll never like I can't say never because it happens, but I can promise you nine times out of ten, if I fucking said something, I probably fucking meant it. And if I if I misspoke, then I fucked up. Then I'll be the first to admit that I fucked up. But fuck you, you know, like. I don't, I'm not here to fucking hold your hand and be your buddy. I'm here to fucking just speak an opinion. And I would love to hear your counter argument. And I'd love to fucking have a civil debate of why you feel that way. And I may not agree with you when it's over, but I'll damn sure to listen to you and give you that fucking respect because you you have that, you have that right to disagree with me and or Chayton. No, and and that's a great, and, and that's the other thing I've always told people. I'm like, I'm, I'm up for a debate. Like I know, um, what do you call it? Uh, side thing, but Mr. Money did a video recently where he's like looking for people to do debate wrestling debates with about the current product. I'm like, I told him, I said, I'd be down for that. You know, have a civil debate, just talking, shooting the shit about whatever and, and see what, what like different sides and all that stuff. You know, that's like, that's like something that would be, I think would be interesting. And that's like, you know, whether I'm wrong, like I'm wrong in the end or he, or he's wrong. It doesn't matter. As long as like we listen to each other, we have a good conversation and people, I would assume where it would be entertained by it. Hell yeah. But with that, guys, we are going to, uh, and if you think this episode was uh, spicy, if you will, well, we're going to, you're going to see the, um, what next week's episode is going to be. But also uh, instead of showing the, the intro that we usually show uh, at the end, which is the same intro at the beginning, we are going to debut the, Brand new intro for the Exiled Outcast or Exiled Outcast, all that good stuff. So with that, we will see you all next week. Definitely check out our review of Terrifier on Exile with Exiled Entertainment and look forward to more topics and more reviews of media very soon. With that, I'm Jaden. This is I'm me. Dan. And we will see you all next time. Take care.